Today is December 30th, Saturday, and the New York Knicks just made a massive, massive trade. Let's talk about it. Roll that intro. They're playing basketball. 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 You're listening to the Knicks Nation Podcast, where we've got all your Knicks needs covered. Now, live from the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Anthony and Chris. What's going on, everybody? And wow, did today take us by surprise. The New York Knicks and the Toronto Raptors have completed a mega deal. If you want to call it a mega deal, I would call it a mega deal. Um, Yeah, I mean, let's just get right into it. You know, the New York Knicks have acquired OG and Anobi from the Toronto Raptors and Flynn. And I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Achuawa? Achua? <laughs> Precious Achua. Precious Achua. And they have traded away Emmanuel quickly, R.J. Barrett, and a second-round pick going to Toronto. They lost versus the Orlando Magic last night. Everything was looking doom and gloom. Um, Wow. I mean, Chris, first reaction for you was what? Oh, man. It it took me totally by surprise. And, uh, I mean... I'm currently wearing my R.J. Barrett City Edition <laughs> jersey, you know? Yeah. R.J., you're going to be missed. But um, I got to be real, man. It, it hurts to lose, uh, you know, not only a homegrown Nick and R.J., but, you know, Isaiah. Uh, is Isaiah. Emmanuel Quickly. Yeah. Um, everybody in here knows I'm high on Emmanuel Quickly. I, I think he has the it factor. He could be that star type of player. And... Um, you know, on the flip side, the Knicks had to make a move, right? Is this the right move, though? That's yet to be determined. Well, how, how do you feel, man? How do you feel about this? Look, I went through a range of emotions. Obviously, this trade came out like about four hours ago. And at first, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I didn't like it at all. You know, yeah. during our last podcast, Chris, we were talking about OG Ananobi. You brought up, look, don't forget about OG Ananobi. And, you know, last video, I actually said that a trade will be coming sooner rather than later. And boy, did it come sooner rather than later. But I think I went through a range of emotions. At first, I didn't like it. But then I just started to see everyone's reaction. And I started to take a step back. And I started to actually think about why the Knicks made this move. And one thing is clear to me is that they didn't want to they didn't feel comfortable paying Emmanuel quickly all that money. They didn't want to pay him more than what they were paying Jalen Brunson. They wanted they didn't feel comfortable in letting him go to restrict the free agency and possibly having to deal with him walking for nothing. So why not just trade him for something now? In terms of the R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel quickly stings. I'm not going to lie to you. We can get into the whole, could the Knicks have acquired OG Ananobi without including Emmanuel quickly? Could they have tried to acquire him with, you know, including uh, Quentin Grimes and maybe a first round pick? Who knows? But it, it it's done. We can get into that as well. But R.J. Barrett, look, fifth year in the league, Chris, and he just took a massive step back. He regressed tremendously. His efficiency is down. His three-point percentage is down. And he can't create his own shot defensively. He's average at best. And the heat, the noise was starting to, to – um, you can hear the noise from R.J. Barrett. I mean, you can hear the noise from fans. They were over R.J. Barrett. And maybe the Knicks were over R.J. Barrett as well. 
and they paid him all that money. Not all that money. It's a, it's a pretty okay contract, but they paid him after they didn't trade him for Donovan Mitchell. We'll talk about a Donovan Mitchell, what this means later on as well. But, yeah, it just, man, you quickly, R.J. Barrett, it stinks to see them go. But then you acquire an OG Ananobi. And, look, OG, he has a lower usage than R.J. Barrett. He's more efficient than R.J. Barrett. He's a great defender. I think he fits in like a glove. And the New York Knicks have consolidated, you know. Last couple of games, Chris, there's been, there's been times where, you know, Dante DiVincenzo has been getting the crap out of the stick. He's been on the bench. They didn't even come in the, into the game versus the Orlando Magic. Uh, Emmanuel quickly versus the Thunder got subbed out for an R.J. Barrett. What the heck was that? So I think now the Knicks had to come to a crossroads and they made a decision. They were like, look, we have to consolidate. We'll send R.J. Barrett to Toronto. Send him home, make him happy, do right by him. Emmanuel quickly, who's to say, you know, the Toronto Raptors resign him? Who's to say that he actually stays in Toronto? So that's a risk for Toronto, but I'm assuming that since they made this trade, they feel comfortable in resigning him. But it's a massive trade. And, you know, the range of emotions, like I said, first I didn't like it, but now I'm starting to I'm starting to like it. You know, I'm starting to like what can come from this. We needed a shake up, Chris and we got it. That's my piece on yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I mean, the more and more I think about it, the more I'm kind of I, I won't say that I, I like it still because I still think OG and R, RJ are kind of a lateral move, in my opinion, at least on the offensive side of it. Right. I mean, yeah. you're getting kind of similar output. I know I know RJ, like you mentioned, had a lot more usage and OG is more efficient. But, you know, for me, I, I feel like we got to see. We got to see how it looks, right, with OG, first of all. I mean, maybe there is some untapped, you know, offensive ability there that we just haven't seen in Toronto because maybe he didn't want to be there, you know. Maybe uh, he's just holding back or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I think one part of this trade that will always sting for me is just losing Emmanuel quickly simply because even with the limited minutes that he was playing for the Knicks, for whatever reason that was about um, – and it's clearly starting to show that maybe that was the Knicks' way of keeping him in check, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to make sure he doesn't do too good or something like that. I hope that's not the case, but man, it's seeming it seems more and more likely like the Knicks were not trying to pay Emmanuel quickly, and they knew eventually this trade, whether it was for OG or anybody else, was going to include him. But that's the part of the trade that really hurts me, man. You know, again, Emmanuel quickly has been great for us a homegrown talent you know a gem that we got through the draft and he's gonna be missed man he's gonna be missed but i don't know man to me the oj og move seems like a lateral move when it comes with rj like again they both can't they don't they don't hit the three both they both don't hit the three well right so what really are you gaining other than just a little bit of more defense in my opinion let me try to convince you here. So <laughs> RJ Barrett, statistically, his efficiency is terrible this year. He's shooting 57% at the rim, 38% from short mid-range jump shot, mid-range jump shot, 37%, corner three, 38%, and he's shooting 33% from three. OG Ananobi, now that's on his usage is, I think RJ Barrett's usage is about 26%. OG Ananobi's usage is about, I think, 16%, so it's lower and he's being more effective with his 
with his shooting. And obviously, he's an elite defender. Um, OG Ananobi shooting 38% from three. That's about league average. That's pretty good. Uh, corner three, 44%. That's important. Knicks love to park RJ in the corners. Obviously, OG would take up that spot. And he's actually shooting 42% from the mid-range jump shot and 73% at the rim for OG Ananobi. That's what the New All York right. Knicks were missing this year. They had a lot of guys around the rim that couldn't really finish. And OG Ananobi, you slide him in for an RJ Barrett, you consolidate. And there is something else that's coming, in my opinion. And I'm already getting comments in the chat. Spider Mitchell on deck. Carlos T says Spider Mitchell on deck. Who's to say the New York Knicks turn don't turn like will turn around and trade an Evan Fournier, Quint Grimes for a Spider Mitchell? So, hey, you know. At first glance, I didn't like it, but now I'm starting to realize, like, I actually am liking this trade because the Knicks needed to shake something up. They needed to shake something up. They needed to do something. They got R.J. Barrett's contract off the books. That's important as well, too. But now they have to decide whether or not they want to want to pay in OG Ananobi. I think the deadline is either today or next week, Chris, to either extend in OG Ananobi. So that's going to be coming soon. So, wow. yeah. So... If you don't extend him, he has a player option for next year. So, yeah, that's that. Yeah, I will say, though, and you bring up Donovan Mitchell, you know, yeah. we all thought that this OG Ananobi, we, we didn't think the Knicks were going to be able to even think about trading for an OG Ananobi simply because of the, you know, lawsuit that was out there between the Knicks and the Toronto Raptors. But, boy, were we, were we wrong on that, right? Yeah, but it does make you wonder if you do get a Donovan Mitchell in here. That's a that's a pretty nice lineup to have, man. And do I dare say even if we don't get Mitchell and we go after, let's say, DeJounte Murray, I'm kind of liking that that in the mix, too, in my opinion. You know, I know there's the whole uh, clutch clutch sports scenario, but if we're able to be in a lawsuit against the Toronto Raptors and still pull off a trade, who's to say we can't swing DeJounte Murray also? <laughs> Who's to say we can't because something else is coming, in my opinion. And the Knicks have a game tonight against the Indiana Pacers, which is um, actually, I think, you know, we're going to be, it's going to be a tough game to win. But as you can see in the chat, I'm gifting, you know, memberships. So uh, if you're lucky enough to get one, I think it's random. So Buzzerbeard, I'll gift you one. Um, I don't know if I'll gift you one today, but I'll gift you a membership. But I'm gifting up memberships. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, we get off RJ Barrett's contract does o, does OG Ananobi improve us offensively Chris because look you mean, had from you've, the you've had guys come in and out of the lineups I mean you've had DiVincenzo minutes have been down Grimes minutes have been down and consolidation trade had to be made this was a major splash I believe the last big major splash Chris was what the Porzingis trade yeah well I mean right yeah I mean I guess you could say that outside of uh Jalen Brunson coming in but <laughs> I guess from a trade standpoint yeah it would definitely have to be Porzingis yeah um but yeah I mean look I when yo when this trade came down I, I was in shock I was in awe man the Emmanuel quickly <laughs> aspect I mean I I understand where Knicks fans are coming from um it's just the Knicks didn't feel comfortable paying him all that money you know, in my last in my last vid, I said I stated that the New York Knicks are going to hit a crossroads. If they're going to pay Manu quickly over a hundred million dollars, you're going to have essentially four or five guys under the under under big deals, and you're just going to limit to what you're going to be able to do in free agency. 
because also you bring in OG, this also opens up some cap space for a free agency. Who's to say like uh, Clay Thompson isn't happy in Golden State? I'm just throwing out names here, but I'm just saying, you know, who's to say the Knicks can't free up some more cap space and not having to pay Emmanuel quickly that money and just sliding in an OG and Anomi's money for an RJ Barrett money. And actually, I do think the Knicks made out in this deal. I do. That second round pick that we sent Toronto, I want to see what second round pick that is. That hasn't come out yet, right? No, I don't think I so. I want to see what second round pick that is, but yeah. Um, I do think at the end of the day, when all the dust settles, the Knicks fans are going to be, you know, happy that we made a move like this. Because eventually, I, you know, Chris, I wrote this on Twitter. You know, you didn't want to trade Emmanuel quickly and RJ Barrett for Donovan Mitchell. But then you trade him for an OG and an OB. But then I thought about it and I'm like, what if we can get both? What if this brings us to a Donovan Mitchell? What if we can get a Donovan Mitchell and an OG and an OB? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've heard it before. I think you, we've heard uh, when, uh, Brian Winhurst even say it. The Knicks are primed to make not just one, but multiple moves, right? Yeah. Could this be move number one, right? Um. I mean, that's exciting to think about it because does OG Ananobi make us better? I want to say he does improve improve us because it's no no secret that he plays defense defensively plays a lot better. And lately our defense, you know, without Mitch in the lineup has been it hasn't been great. It's not what you what you want, you know. Does he help us in that regard? Yes. And offensively, you know, like you said, his usage rate is about 16% while RJ was closer to 26, 27. And they're putting up pretty similar numbers. So at the least, we're going to get the same production in a more efficient manner than what we were getting from RJ, right? Yeah. So now you're freeing up some shots that RJ would normally be taking, and maybe it's a Brunson or a Julius or, you know, it's OG now taking those shots, and they're more efficient, efficient shots. So... Yeah, I mean, I guess it does improve us offensively as well. It's just, it's. I'm still shocked, man. It, it just came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, hit some of these comments. Evan, what's going on in the chat? He says, no, not RJ. Carlos T says, Detroit second round pick I read. That is huge because mm. Detroit second round pick is, I believe, 31 or 32 because Detroit is obviously terrible this year. Yeah. So yeah. I don't like that. But Chris, That's the Knicks put out a... Good. Well, yeah, that's a good. That was, that's a good second round pick on a Toronto Zen. Yeah. Um, the Knicks put out a press release, right? And when yeah. did they hold on. Let me. Do you have it? Do you have it in front of you? I have it open here, and I'll and I'll just let you yeah, know. Let the it. cat out the bag right read now. It. it says, <laughs> and this is from Knicks President Leon Rose. It's from We're Leon ecstatic. Rose. We're ecstatic to welcome OG Malachi and Precious to the Knicks family, said Knicks president Leon Rose. OG's complete offensive game and ability to defend multiple positions will enhance our team on both ends of the court. Malachi and Precious are well-rounded players that will complement the hardworking and talented nature of our group. OG, Malachi, and Precious are perfect additions to the type of team and culture we are building in New York kind of a little so, jab there right isn't that a shot at rj barrett why would you why would you put that og's complete offensive game yeah. i mean og <laughs> has flaws like, too on offensively but 
Yeah. I mean, that just seemed kind of excessive in my opinion. And that's like almost like, hey, RJ, don't let the door hit you on the way out. (laughs) The thing that shocks me is that I thought like the New York Knicks have been so hesitant in, you know, trading their young guys. And for good reason, RJ took steps in the playoffs, obviously, versus the Cavs. He took major steps and quickly obviously got hurt in that heat series and wasn't really that great versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. But Evan says in the chat, how does is how does it improve us offensively if IQ had to save a lot of games off of the bench? Yeah. Um, I just feel like it opens up more. I just feel like it 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 gives Tom Thibodeau the freedom to just not have to worry about you know oh I have to play this guy now I have to play this guy now oh Dante Divincenzo hasn't come out come in in a, in a little bit I'm sure he wants to play Dante Divincenzo was hot the other game versus. Um, what is it, the Thunder, and he barely played in the fourth quarter. So I just feel like the Knicks had to consolidate here, and OG's name has been linked to them for years now, and it finally came came to fruit, man. And Leon Rose had the connection with OG and Anobi, and we'll see whether or not the New York Knicks sign him long-term. I mean, they better sign him long-term, I mean, because you traded RJ, you traded quickly, and what's going to hurt is if Emmanuel quickly goes to Toronto, he's probably going to start. And we're gonna see him do what he does, man. Ball out. I have I have no doubt that IQ is gonna go out there and show out like he was showing out on the Knicks. He's gonna yeah. get more of an opportunity out there. I think he's gonna look great. I mean, look, I know they're in a situation now where they're they're looking to also unload Siakam, so yeah. they're clearly going into uh, the youth movement over there. Mm-hmm. But you know. Hey, RJ Barron and, and, and Emmanuel quickly are two good pieces, you know, to start that. I think even RJ, I think he's going to do great. He always plays well against Toronto. So, you know, I'm sure he's going to be motivated. And don't be surprised if he drops 30 or 40 on the Knicks next time, you know, next time he meets us. You know, same with IQ. Yeah. But I think I think it makes us better offensively in the sense that, you know, if you take the shots that RJ normally takes, and you know, obviously RJ hasn't been efficient, so RJ will go. I'll, I'll even go the last game, our recent game against Orlando. Yeah, I think at one point RJ was two of nine, right? At one point in that game, or it could have been the game before that. But I think that's something that OG doesn't do. You know, OG is a little bit smarter. He he'll be more selective, take smarter shots. He won't take those. You know threes on the fast break with nobody back on defense where, you know, yeah, you could turn the game into a one point, two point game, but you missed that shot. And mm-hmm. then it's a three down the other side or easy bucket down the other side. And now we're down six, we're down five or whatever the case may be. Little things like that, I think will be different with OG versus RJ. And again, you know, RJ, you know, you're five, but he's, he's still figuring out, you know? So I think with OJ, OG, you get a little bit more poise, in my opinion, as far as uh, offensively. He's a little bit more grown than RJ is in that regard. And he, look, there's times where RJ just forces it, and you're screaming at your TV, like, past yeah. the rock, man. There's times where he forces it, he wants to get, you know, I call them empty stats, because that's what that's what most of the time they are. And look, this is not to rain on RJ Barrett's parade. I mean, five years with the Knicks yeah. here had his moments but it just hasn't worked out for him he just hasn't you know i mean it just hasn't worked out we thought we would get an all-star rj barrett we've had great moments with star j rj barrett but 
Guys, we just needed a, a shakeup. Carlos T in the chat brings up a great point. It moves Hart to this his natural position at the two. Don't forget, man. Mm -hmm. The Knicks also required yep. Achua. I can't. I can't pronounce his name, Chris. Achua. Precious Achua. They are precious Achua, man. Nice sneaky acquisition, and 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 Flynn. You know, nice scrappy young point. Another backup point guard coming in off the bench. So they also acquired a, a big. So Taj Gibson can you know chill out for a little bit until you know hopefully. We get some good Mitchell Robinson news, but that's not looking good. But look, um, ever since Mitchell Robinson went down, the New York Knicks defensively have been an issue. Magic ran through them. Thunder ran through them. You know, OG will help that tremendously, man. And this gives you the opportunity, guys, to pair an OG Ananobi, an elite defender. Don't forget that. He's an elite defender, and he's not no slouch on offense, man. He's a 38% three-point shooter. He's more consistent on the offensive end than an RJ Barrett in less usage. So R.J. Barrett is being used more, 26% usage rate, but O.J. Ananobi, I think, is around less than 20%. So more efficient and less usage, an elite defender, and then that allows you to pair a Jalen Brunson with a, dare I say, Donovan Mitchell, or dare I say, a DeJounte Murray. But, you know, this is the move before the move, in my opinion. You know, this wasn't the big, sexy yeah. spot. I mean, it, was, it was a... It was a splash, don't get me wrong, but this allows them to still got the Evan Fournier contract in the bag. Still got Quinn Grimes. You know, we Quinn Grimes, I think, is out of here. <laughs> but this opens up more minutes for Grimes as well. Maybe he can, you know, benefit from this. You know? This is why I think yeah. I like it. I like it. You know? I'm I'm still torn, but but yeah. you know, like you said, this this clears up a bit of the logjam that we had. And look, you gotta remember RJ came into the league as as a shooting guard. You know, he was he's a bigger shooting guard. Obviously on the Knicks, he's been playing the small forward spot, which which hasn't been his natural position. So now yeah. you're getting OG who's a who's a natural small forward. And like you said, now we can run, you know, whether it's we get a Donovan Mitchell, a DeJounte Murray, you know, regardless, you got guys now that can go back to their natural position because Josh Hart at the four, I know he plays defense bigger than what he is, but now you got Precious Achua, who you can plug in at the four spot as a backup big. Mm -hmm. That that right there in itself is huge for us, in my opinion, because now you're not forced to play Josh Hart and bigger teams like Milwaukee or even Boston or any team really who has a traditional power forward can expose us in that, or not as badly as it was with Josh Hart. You know, it, it just, in my opinion, it just frees up, frees up the rotation and lets guys go back to their natural positions. And that ultimately should stabilize us in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well said, man. Um, 26 people in the chat. Make sure you guys smash that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel as always. Four likes we got. Let's get that up to 10 likes. Let's get that up to 10 likes. Hit somebody's comments in the chat. Always appreciate every single one of you joining us massive trade that went down at 12 p.m the new york knicks did it they did it they traded rj barrett and they traded emmanuel quickly for og Ananobi, whose name has been rumored to the new york knicks for quite some time now and they did it what this means dainty in the chat says what this means is the new york knicks should sell the team donovan mitchell we could have been had a chip he was an injury away from the finals Appreciate you, Dan DT, as always, in the chat. Tony, what's going on? We needed more from RJ after all this time. Trade was needed. IQ will be missed. Well said. I mean, Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. Well 
Well said, Tony. I think that that sums up, you know, how I was feeling for the most part, you know? I'm I'm sad to see IQ go. I know he's going to be great. Hell, I still think RJ has a bright future ahead of him too. Yeah. You know, but we did need a little bit more from RJ and look, 5 years. I think that's plenty of time to kind of know what you got, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I know he he's going to get a little bit better, but you know, I think it's a good I think it's a good trade for both sides. Evan Best, what's going on? Always appreciate you. Who was coming off the bench to fill the manual quickly role? Um Look, I think the New York, it's a good question. It's a good question. I think the New York Knicks. One of my biggest uh, questions right there. Yeah. My my answer to that would would be, I think the New York Knicks will go with the starting five of Brunson. You have Dante DiVincenzo still starting. You have OG Ananobi, Julius Randle, and um, Isaiah Hartenstein. And I feel like the first two off the bench now would be a Josh Hart and would probably be a Quint Grimes, Chris. Right? And I feel like. The New York Knicks, I don't think they're going to ask Quentin Grimes to fill that role, but I just feel like they'll have we we would we we're not gonna need to fill this fill the scoring that Emmanuel quickly brought because we we would have that opens up trading two guys for one opens up more, you know, playing time for the others. So I just feel like it'll be a team effort, you know. And bringing in Quentin Grimes, obviously he has struggled this year. Josh Hart has struggled this year as well, has had some single digit scoring outputs, but you know. It, it, it's a tricky question. It, it's tough because Emmanuel quickly brought so much to this team. And I guess we're just going to have to wait and see, but it's going to be interesting. I don't, I don't think they're going to play today. I think they're going to play on New Year's day in Madison square garden. But I, I, I just feel like it will be a team effort. And, you know, first two off the bench will probably be Josh Hart. Then probably at after that. And then, and Quentin Grimes. And, you know, we go from there, Chris. Achiwawa, is that gonna be the? Is that gonna be the nickname now? It's gonna be Precious Achiwawa. That's that. <laughs> I keep botching that. It's gonna be interesting watching Clyde pronounce Ananobi and Achiwawa. And Achiwawa. Oh, man, that's gonna be fun in in itself, man. What's your take on that? Who you think fills that role for Emmanuel quickly? <sighs> you know, it's such a big role to fill, in my opinion, because IQ he's so dynamic off the bench for us, right? Yeah. Um, I think in the meantime, maybe you start you you'll see some Deuce McBride in there. What what do you think about that? Really? Well, tonight definitely, but I don't agree with you in that point. In that, I don't I don't just because even if you were gonna like let's say Malachi Flynn or something like that, it's gonna take him time to learn the system. Yeah. So could you see Deuce McBride step up and just? You know, spot minutes here and there for Jalen Brunson, and maybe Jalen Brunson just ends up playing the majority of the point guard minutes. You know, mm-hmm. maybe Deuce just spells him ten minutes here and there. Yeah, I could see it happening because you know Tibbs is, you know, Tibbs is pretty stubborn, man, when it comes to his his lineups, and you know, with acquisitions as we've seen in the past, he sometimes hesitates to you know throw people in there right away. I'm, I mean, OG that de- OG definitely is going to go in once he's available to play, but. Who's to say, you know, Malachi Flynn or Precious initially will even play any games? You, you know, Tibbs can get a little crazy. He can. And I, it's, it's going to be who the rotation would be, obviously, Josh Hart off the bench, Quentin Grimes off the bench. And I do think Achiwa is going to come in off the bench. That's three. Then who am I missing? Am I missing anybody? Josh Hart, Quentin Grimes, Achiwa, Taj Gibson. But I don't Taj, think, 
it was Taj Gibson get a yeah Taj Gibson's now with Spell Hartenstein until um Jericho yeah. Sims comes back and maybe Deuce. I mean, I could see I could see them going with the Deuce for like ten minutes a game. Maybe um Flynn takes that role as well. He's a nice little scrappy point guard, but um yeah, Emmanuel Quickly is going to be it stinks, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like we fill we fill one one hole that we had, and now we have another. But I don't think we have a hole. I really don't. Um, Johnny in the chat. Johnny Davis says it's compound mistakes that hurt us. Say you miss a shot, but you don't get back on defense. That's a problem. The Knicks lost yeah. their defensive um, identity when Mitch Robinson went down, and you know, say what you want, but a consolidation of trade need to needed to be made and they did it they traded rj barrett and emmanuel quickly that is about what uh 30 points a game right there gone out the door but i do think the guys will come together as a team and i, I feel like it'll feel like a glove because we just at some point all these guards that we had on the knicks on on the team just it wasn't gonna work you know we said this coming into the season like a, yeah. a lot of knicks fans said this coming into the season like you sign dante you get rid of ob there's going to be nights where, you know, Quentin Grimes is going to be upset. Quickly is going to be upset. They just needed to free up a rotational piece, and they did. They freed up one, and they got rid of RJ. You slide OG in that role, and Emmanuel Quickly is the, uh, you know, would you have rather traded a Quentin Grimes in place of a Quickly maybe and maybe give them, like, a first-round pick, a couple of first-round picks? Do you think a trade like that would have got done? I mean, I would I would have to think so, and that's kind of like what I wish was kind of the case, in my opinion, because yeah, we have a lot of first round picks, right? I mean, if you could have paired up Quinn Grimes and a pick, and maybe kept quickly, in my opinion, that's what uh what I would have done. I mean, IQ, he's proven every year he gets better. You know, he wasn't the defender that he was coming into the Knicks. He learned how to defend. He worked on it. He became a better defender and that's why it was maddening to see him get such little you know the minutes distribution just wasn't there whether you want to say that's the logjam or I guess maybe the Knicks just didn't want to play him because they knew yeah. they were gonna have to pay him more and more I mean that why don't you want that player on your team in my opinion I know he's undersized but he's already proven to be a high caliber player that's only getting better you know, I that's the type of player, in my opinion, you keep around. Someone who wants to be here, who has improved every year, you know, and, and he has that it factor, man. For me, yeah, I would have definitely, if I had a chance to keep IQ, I would have done it. Yeah. I don't mind the Barrett being involved in the trade. Um, I, I don't mind that aspect. And the Detroit second round pick hurts. I'm not going to lie. That, 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 does, that just hurt. Man, you quickly does thing. And I, I, like I said, opening up the uh, pod, it took me a while to process, but I feel like this is the, this is the, this had to be done for something else to be done. Let's see some of these comments. And then I'll read to you a Jonathan Wise, Wasserman tweet that I found interesting. Coach here in the chat. I think that lawsuit goes away now. <laughs> Toronto Raptors lawsuit. Yeah. I think that goes away now. <laughs> That's part of the deal. <laughs> it's stagnant. Evan Best has a stagnant ball movement and lack of defense, but mostly ball movement. More speed on the court. Julius is slow with the ball. Coach here says, now give me cat this summer. I uh, don't know about that. Uh, Pioch says, what you guys think is the next move? Murray or they get to wait until the summer? Um, 
Let me read to read to you guys this Jonathan Wasmer tweet, then we'll get to it. Um, he says Barrett is 25th percentile in pick and roll and spot ups, tough for a 30 minute point per game, 30 minute per game uh, player making 100 million dollars. Knicks traded creation Emmanuel quickly for a three and D OG. The Knicks have been missing a guy who guards big wings like Tatum. Grimes physically outmatched by them. Offensively, Quint Grimes been better with more usage, and now he gets it. Opens up more minute time, more more playing time for Grimes. Hopefully, this frees him into the Quint Grimes. Like that's a whole. There's so many levels to this trade, Chris. But he's right. We did. We were missing a guy to guard a Jason Tatum. You know, guys like that, like a Jimmy in the playoffs when defense matters, when you need that one stop. Now you can throw an OG at an Obi at that guy, and we know that it's they're going to be. It's. I mean. They're still superstar at the end of the day. They'll still get off their, their their shot. But we were missing that 3 and D wing. And that's what we were missing. Look, Barrett, he took. Was he that 3 and D wing? No. <laughs> he wasn't. He no, wasn't. He, he wasn't. I mean, look, that's that's the biggest, you know, that's the biggest prize, in my opinion, when it comes to getting OG. You're getting this elite defender who can guard a Tatum, you know, who can take on a Jimmy Butler, give them fits, you know. Yeah. Not to say Grimes uh, and Josh Hart are not up to it, but look, OG, you know, you can't teach size, right? And that's basically what it's all about. I mean, I mean, I like it. I like it from that perspective. I really do. It's just, I don't know if it's just the shock of it all or just, you know, me being reluctant to give up IQ, which I guess it doesn't matter because he's gone, right? But um, yeah, you know, I guess I guess I gotta see it. You know, I gotta see it on the court, and mo- more importantly, I really, I really want to see what the Knicks have because I, I also believe, like you, that something else is coming. Mm-hmm. Something else is coming along with this deal. Who? The Donovan Knicks, Mitchell. The Knicks are just Dejounte Murray. You know, the, Who's that guy? I like. <laughs> I kind of bought into the DeJounte Murray, man. I really did. Just because, again, he's he's a two-way type of player. He doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands at all times. I think he'll fit in a lot better than a Donovan Mitchell would. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying I wouldn't like Donovan Mitchell here either because I've said this before. There's just something to have about having somebody who wants to actually be here. So I think it's Mitchell. I mean, I'll take either of those at a two spot. I think it's Mitchell. I really do. Yeah. And if Leon Rose trades for OG and Obi, and somehow garnishes a lineup of Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, OG and Obi, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson, he's playing chess because we passed up on Mitchell last year. And every Nick fan, not every Nick fan, but I was disappointed. And, you know, the whole Brunson and Mitchell going back in the playoffs, you know, obviously Brunson dominates him. But if he somehow gets a Donovan Mitchell, if this if that's the next thing to come from this, then now we're talking. Now we're talking because you don't necessarily defensively in the backcourt will be will be bad. But obviously, you know, OG and Anobi, great defender. Mitchell Robinson went healthy, great defender. But we have the we still have the assets to get that done, Chris. And yeah. I don't know. That gets me excited, but that's that's obviously neither here or there. We'll see what comes about that. But um, yeah. Also, Precious Achua is the best 
rim protector on the Toronto Raptors. He was the best rim protector on the Toronto Raptors. So we're not just getting OG Ananobi, who's a great defender. We're also getting a much-needed backup four, four five-ish that we were desperately needing because we couldn't go out there and play Julius Randle 40-plus minutes a game. And Julius Randle's a resurgence. Maybe that also made the made the Knicks like we can't look. Eventually, this Jalen Brunson extension is going to come up. Um, Julius Randle, we don't know, you know, whether or not they're going to extend him after next year, I believe, or two years. Don't quote me on that. But he's also been playing amazing. So you pair that with everything. I mean, Leon Rose in the front office, the voices, they they just like, hey, get it done, get it done, and they got it done. Yep, they they sure did, man. Yeah. I mean, heck heck of a trade. I mean, again, in my opinion, you know, like there's there's always gonna be one side that's gonna say, you know, oh the Knicks they got they got fleeced as usual, you know, like yeah. I don't I don't think that's the the case with this trade. I mean, look, I think there's you know risks with with both sides. You know, OG, did you just get a did you do a lateral move for just a better defender? versus you know og versus rj you could say that i mean but we don't know until it plays out right Mm -hmm. and then you know rj barrett does he improve on toronto in toronto does he stay the same do you end up paying him you know more money than what he's really worth and the and more of a risk in my opinion is iq does he even want to stay in toronto after this season you know he's gonna get offers yeah you know If, if he if he doesn't want to extend with toronto he's gonna get offers and I, Who's to say he even stays there? I feel like so, that's the point that sorry to cut you off, but I feel like that's the that's yeah. a very important point because you know if the the New York Knicks clearly felt uncomfortable paying Emmanuel quickly all that money, and who's to say the Raptors feel comfortable paying him what the Spurs might match him? You know, the Spurs can match yeah. him one twenty, one thirty. I mean, at this point, you you figure Toronto will match it, but. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a it's a great point, you know, because as long as Jalen Brunson was here, Chris, the Knicks made it clear that, that Emmanuel quickly was not starting. Clear, clear as day. It's only when Brunson was unavailable to play that's when Emmanuel quickly would come in and start. So yeah. hopefully, look, man, I just hope these guys. I hope quickly. I'm not even gonna be mad if quickly goes to Toronto and balls out. I mean, I'll be salty. But as long as we're winning as a as a team, as long as we're playing well, you know, then you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't care so much. But um, I just feel like, Chris, a year ago, if I were to tell you that New York Knicks would trade Obi Toppin, R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly for O.G. and an O.B. and two second round and two second round picks and um, Precious Achua. <laughs> A year ago, if I were to tell you that, what would your reaction be? What went wrong? <laughs> it's just crazy how things churn. Things yeah, I mean, change this, in a blink of an eye. This is the NBA. I mean, look, it's no secret. I, I get, I get, you know, I, I got, I get favorite players. I hate to see them go. Um. I think it's warranted with IQ because, again, he's such a dynamic player that's gotten better for us. But, yeah, man, I, I could have not predicted, you know, not having RJ, 
you know, not having IQ, not having Obi, you know, that's that's nuts, man, to think about it. And and it's insane, man. But look, the Knicks had to make a move, in my opinion. They had to shake things up, like you said. Um and the, the reason I think something else has to be coming is because the Knicks have been very cautious with their moves. Mm-hmm. They have not wanted to trade any of the picks. We got a mess of first round picks. We still got them. They haven't still got them. They haven't wanted to trade, you know, certain people. You know, like you said, they didn't give up who we had to give up to get Donovan Mitchell. You know, we thought we were the front runners in that until the Cavs swooped in. And 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 to remind everybody, you know, the Knicks never got a chance to counter. They just took, you know, they just took the Cavs offer right away and shipped Donovan Mitchell out to to Cleveland. So the Knicks never got a chance to counter. So it's not like we didn't want him. But, um, you know, with all of that, I think there's another move coming. You know, they wouldn't just make this move to make it, in my opinion. There has to be more to it. Big Tass says the Knicks did not get fleeced, and it's kind of a possibility that quickly might come back. Um, it's a possibility, but I don't think that would. Uh, I, don't think that's, but- I don't think that's going to happen. Coach Chia says IQ is about to average 22, 6, and 4. Hey, man. Let him do his thing in Toronto. I'll be rooting for him. Um, the Toronto Raptors visit the New York Knicks on January 20th in Madison Square Garden. So that is a homecoming for... Oh, man. It's crazy, right? That's going to be insane. <laughs> and, I, and I mean, I think IQ can do even better than 22, 6, and 4, in my opinion. I yeah. mean, he showed it when he when he's, when he's he was in there for, for Brunson. You know, he averaged 20-something, and yeah. he, it was like we didn't miss a beat. Yeah, man. Um, are the New York Knicks a better team today than they were yesterday? That's the main question I keep trying to ask myself. Are the New York Knicks a better team today than they were yesterday? Remember, last season, we had to go on these eight-game, nine-game winning streaks to actually, you know, get our footing. This season, it hasn't it hasn't messed, man. I think the Robinson injury didn't obviously help that, but, you know, the loss to the Thunder, the crazy substitution with quickly and rj and it's kind of crazy that now they're both gone and the loss to the magic who have been an upcoming team this year did the loss to the magic just put something in leon rose's head and the front office head like all right like if we can't beat the magic if if there's a problem here the magic wanted it more yesterday they're a tough scrappy team you know I'll tell you what, when it comes to that Orlando game, and and, and I think maybe – I'm not going to say the last two games were the re- the reason why we made this move. For all we know, this could have been in the works. Mm-hmm. But that Orlando game, man, and, and, and the game before that, you know, I feel like the Knicks gave those games away. Like not taking anything away from Orlando. They played really well. They, they, they played – you know, they got some good good players out there, and, and their record shows it, right? They're an up-and-coming team. But again, the Knicks with, again, turnover after turnover, just uncharacteristically bad defense. And, you know, I feel like that game got away from the Knicks. They had plenty of times where they could have cut the lead down to single digits or they got really close. And then, you know, I mean, the whistle wasn't on their side either. But Mm -hmm. again, they had their opportunities beforehand, before the game got late, to take control of that game. And it's just... I don't know. Like you said, they're not meshing. 
the defense isn't really as sharp as it used to be. And granted, without Mitch, you're not going to have that in a sense. But, you know, I, I, I think those last two games and just all the clamoring about RJ being inefficient and everything, do you think they just reacted? I don't think so, in my opinion. I don't think that that's really what caused, you know, all this to go down. But it was clear that there was a shakeup that was needed to come. Um, I I could say I don't think they re- they didn't react to it, but they reacted. You know, Saturday afternoon, two days before the new year. I mean, who to who did was this trade in the works? Like this wasn't even a rumor that Dejounte Murray's was 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 the rumor you know we we knew about og but we didn't think that they would give up rj barrett and a quickly for an og but hey it happened man and og and anobi this year 33 minutes a game 15 points 37 percent from three four rebounds a game two assists one steal look people think that he can't shoot he could shoot you know he's a good spot up shooter he's a great shooter he could finish around the rim the only thing i that concerns me about og and anobi chris is durability that seems like yeah. that is the that's the downside of it, right? I mean, the durability aspect for OG. Yeah. <laughs> because 27 games this year, I think he only missed two games this year. 67 last year. He's never played a full he's never played over 80 games in a season. 48 games in 21-22, um 43 games in 2020-21. So, durability. If he can stay healthy, then I like it. I really do. Yeah. And that's clearly, you know, that was one of RJ's strengths, in my opinion, is like, you know, he was usually always available, even yeah. when he was banged up. So for all the madness he caused with his inefficiency, you know, he, you know, you can't, you can't be out there playing and if was, you're not out there playing. Right. And it was madness. <laughs> like RJ got to a point where like, I just, Knicks fans just couldn't take it. Right. We just, I mean, it stinks because he he opened up the season so well, and we were like, "Wow, this yeah. is going to be the breakout RJ Barrett season," and dealt with the migraines, knee injury, and it just hasn't worked out for him. Um, wish him the best. I wish Emmanuel quickly the best, but it happened. Chris, the New York Knicks make a massive trade, man. OG Ananobi is the New York Knick, ladies and gentlemen. OG Ananobi is a New York Nick. We're getting a lot of uh, DeJounte Murray comments in the chat. The truth says DeJounte Murray better be next. Um, I think Big Taz says I think Murray is next. So obviously he would cost less. Um, You said that the Knicks still have the assets for Donovan Mitchell. That I don't know about because what would Cleveland actually want right now? You know, the assets were a Barrett and a Quickly to get that done. But if you're trading for Mitchell... I don't think Cleveland wants anything we have right now, except all those picks. I mean, if we're going to offer like Grimes and I don't think we can, we can even get that done. I don't think the contract wise, that would even be, be possible. You know, it might, it might, it might not, not without going into it and actually trying to see yeah. what would work. But, you know, I know teams like picks, man. I know you can't just do straight up picks, but you know, we do got that Fournier contract. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it would be pretty tough because it's, you know, the Cavs are obviously not going to want to rebuild. They got good pieces over there. They're going to want something substantial back in a player with talent. Yeah. So it might be tough, but that's why I think DeJounte Murray might be, you know, 
might be that target in my opinion again a player who can defend well can score good and doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands i think that fits really good with what we got in jalen brunson julius Randle, and now og and Inobi. so that that's the target that i'm going for man in my opinion and look for everybody saying no oh, clutch sports hates the knicks blah 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 we're still technically suing the toronto raptors you know mm-hmm. so we all thought that a trade was never going to be possible with Toronto and New York just because of that lawsuit. And here we are. OG Ananobi is a Nick. So don't give me the clutch sports stuff because clearly if a deal is to be made, you know, bygones can be bygones. Um, I put out a poll saying, do you like this OG Ananobi trade in the comments in the YouTube chat? 77% say yes, 23% say no we have 43 votes on that if you haven't voted on that make sure to do so smash the thumbs up button we are at 14 likes let's try to get that up to 20. um yeah um hit some of these comments we're going to miss scoring is i believe is what i saw jerome what's going on our scoring will suffer he says this is the dibs trade i don't like it jerome says i don't like it this is a dibs trade um the truth also says we need to make up scoring do the new york knicks see that's the thing where i don't necessarily agree with because yes you're losing what 19 points a game in barrett you kind of cancel that out with og right but you get more defense with an og right it's yeah the, it's the emmanuel quickly um scoring output off the bench that i think will, will really take a hit on this team but if you're but if you'll get like more playing time from grimes right if you get so more playing time from Grimes, that's more shooting opportunities. Hopefully that's like five to ten more points from Grimes. If you get more playing time from DiVincenzo, who's been a knockdown sniper this year, 43% from corner three, one of the best three-point percent shooters in the NBA. Let's say you get like five to seven more points from DiVincenzo. I think the scoring will balance itself out. You know, I, I just feel like we'll find the scoring. Whether that's from Grimes, mix it in with DiVincenzo, maybe hopefully Josh Hart. Right? Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Again, I think with this move, what happens is, again, you're taking those shots that RJ would take. You know, RJ would go take 17 shots, 15 shots. You're divvying some of those shots up between OG. And then you got Quickly's, you know, attempts. I think, like you said, Quickly is going to be the most difficult, Mm -hmm. you know, player to lose because his scoring output it was just instant offense pretty much off the bench for us but now you have grimes taking a couple more shots divincenzo taking a more a couple more shots and not worrying you know that oh this guy's only get three shots up you know divincenzo's only gonna get five shots up mm-hmm. you know in my opinion that that should technically kind of cover things for us but there's no denying that you know Having IQ coming off that bench, man, you knew he was going to get his buckets, man. And that's that's the thing that, you know, that's the uncertainty with it all. You know, I don't think the offensive part with RJ is too much of a, there's not much of a downside there. Because like you mentioned earlier, OG with less usage is right there with RJ offensively. More efficient. So, yeah, way more efficient. So if mm-hmm. OG gets a couple more shots, I think that covers up for RJ scoring, you know. Agree. So, um, in terms of the scoring, I like, like we just said, I, I, I feel like 
it's going to take some time. Don't get me wrong. But if we get like five more points from Grimes here, you know, sprinkling more playing time for DiVincenzo, more Grimes, I feel like it will ultimately balance itself out. And, you know, we'll be more of a complete team. Like Chris said, you wouldn't have to worry about, you know, this guy being mad about minutes, that guy being mad about minutes. Um, let me take this shot because I'm going to get pulled in like two minutes because Tom Thibodeau is, you know, is just struggling with the, with the glut of guard situation. Whose idea was that? Like, honestly, that's, that's, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast for another day, but <laughs> big task is, I mean, go, go ahead. We said that from the beginning though. We were like, all right, we got Grimes, DiVincenzo, quickly, Hart, RJ. We we thought early on in the season, before the season started, that there was a trade coming. Yeah, and uh, you know it's here now. But yeah, man, that that was it's still an interesting. I don't know, man. That they, was kind of nuts. But credit to them, they pivoted. You know, um, yeah. they could have just been stubborn and just stick to their guns and be like, no, this is how we're doing it. Um, but we've started to sense a little bit now. You know, Josh Hart coming out a couple of days ago on Twitter saying, "I'm a guard." I'm not a backup forward. So maybe he was starting to get, you know, really annoyed about that. DiVincenzo, his body language on the bench, it's little things that I noticed that when I'm watching the games, he, yesterday versus the Magic, he moved from the bench to the floor. It's like he was trying to get, he was trying <laughs> to get time. that? Yeah, he was trying to get I time. I actually noticed he had his head down a couple of times on the bench, just kind of just like covering his face. And yeah. Like he was trying to get Tom Thibodeau's attention. Like, dude, like, remember me <laughs> like yeah <laughs> so i just feel like at the end of the day this it were it's gonna work out and I, I i i'm starting to come around to it and i actually feel like the knicks needed this we all knew they needed this so big task is i actually think our scoring will improve because og is more efficient than an rj barrett yeah yeah man um evan says i love this show y'all really talk y'all really love talking Knicks. appreciate you evan as always in the chat yeah man once this news came down about 12 o'clock you know took took us some time to process it really really wanted to get our thoughts together and you know like i said the range of emotions when this trade first came came about i was you know when i saw that notification from shams i was like rj barrett and then i saw Manuel quickly for og ananobi and i was like all right what's what else what else did we get but yeah. I, and then a second round pick, which I didn't really like, but no first round picks. You know, we didn't give them no first round picks. We still have our first round picks. And hopefully we just, you know, get a nice. The, the next thing is the contract for OGN and Obi Chris. And what's it? What's a nice contract for you? Like something around. You said last podcast he was asking for what? 30? Yeah. But, I mean, they were talking about OG, you know, getting something in the range of 30 and 40 mil a year. And to me, that seemed a little bit crazy, right? Because, yeah. you know, looking at, at the eye, you know, comparing an RJ Barrett to an OG, you know, at least offensively. Granted, mm -hmm. I didn't deep dive into it the way we're doing now. But, you know, you're you're paying that extra for the potential, right? Mm -hmm. That he's going to reach his full potential and become this, you know, three and D star wing. I mean, it's, it's, we, we got to see it, but are you giving OG 30, 40 mil a year? That's going to be the next domino to fall because you make this trade. You obviously feel comfortable in getting an OG and an OB extension done, but 30, um, it depends, man. I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with 25 ish, you know, 25 ish because 
these guys are rare in this league, Chris. These three and D defend these these dominant defenders, and it didn't work out in Toronto. Let's just not look at you know his stats this year. But if you really take a look at his underlying numbers, that's when you can really see that he's actually having a pretty good year. You know, so and obviously he won a championship with the with the Raptors um, with uh, Kawhi Leonard as well. And look, he's on a team now. We got him. We got OG. And we we're not gonna have to worry about late game situations. Who to throw at a Butler? Who to throw at uh, Jason Tatum? Who to maybe you know throw at a Giannis? You know if Julius Randle's in foul trouble. You can throw a OG and an OB at a Giannis. He's six. He's six seven, six eight ish. He's a big boy, and he can defend his ass off. So start getting excited because I'm I'm, I'm, getting, I'm starting to get pretty excited about this, and you know. Here we are. Yeah, man. I mean, OG, like you said, there's no there's no more. Should we take out Barrett at the end of the game because his defense is not up to snuff or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like you said, OG is 6'7 with a 7'2 wingspan. So he can guard practically anybody out there, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I am I am excited from that from that side of of it all, but you know, it still stinks, you know, RJ Barrett homegrown nick you know didn't give us enough the first five years but this is the nba right um better to make a move than 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 be stuck in the middle right yeah evan says i felt like we undervalued our players in this deal i thought we would get a would get a center with iq alone hey we got precious you know don't don't underrate precious because he's a he'll come in and he's solid. one of the one of the um the raptors best rim protectors around the rim drone says i like rj better rj can be a number one scorer if needed look it just i disagree with that because rj has gotten his chances but he's it's just the inconsistency you know the inefficiency the inconsistency with rj then the not being able to being able to finish around the rim you know with the og ananobi he, he his effective field goal percentage is 58 percent he is shooting, uh, but no, these are shot attempts. His numbers around the rim. Let me just take a look at his 73% at the rim. He's finishing. He's converting. He is 70 of 96 on shots around the rim. That's 83 percentile in the NBA. One of the best shot makers around the rim. And what was the bugaboo with RJ Barrett? Sometimes he just couldn't finish around the rim. Couldn't. You know? And yeah. OG can hit his mid-range jump shots, 42%, 42% from mid-range, long mid-range, 61%. How many times did we say, RJ, pull up, pull up, please, pull up? And he just didn't do it because he couldn't do it. It's true. You know? It's true. So you, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry to, to cut you off, but. You know, we're, we were seeing it. We were seeing it last night. I mean, against against Orlando, they're yeah. daring RJ Barrett to shoot the ball again. They know he's cooled off, and they're just not honoring that three ball. With, with Precious Achiwa, you know, you can't. You know, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, with Precious Achiwa, with with OG and Nobi, those dudes, they could. They Precious is also able to stretch the floor a bit. By the way. So I think that's a good get for us. But with OG Ananobi out there at the three-point line, he might not hit it at a high clip. He is hitting it at a very solid clip. But again, you can't just dare him in the way that you would with RJ. And I mean, that would kill us. That would kill us so many times in games. 
And what were the Heat doing all series long? Daring the New York Knicks yep. to shoot, not just RJ. I don't want to, you know, pile on him, but yeah, yeah, no, it was it was across yeah. the board. But but who who was always the last one left wide open in the corner? That extra rotation that they didn't really hit that hard it was RJ. Yeah, I mean, I, not to pick on him, but it just that's just that's just the the truth. And OG and Anobi are shooting 44% from corner three, 31 of 71 on the season, 38% from three-point land this season. So we he's got to bring shooting. He can shoot. He can obviously defend. And, yeah, guys, hit some of these comments. Finesse, Finesse what's going on in the chat, says OG is injury-prone. Yes, we brought that up. Um, that's the only bugaboo with OG and Anobi is he's injury-prone. This season, not so much. Last season, it was an okay year, but I don't think he's reached 70 games played in his career. So I think that's going to hamper him from getting that contract he wants because eventually, you know, you got to stay on the court. And, you know, maybe a new change of scenery with the Knicks, you know, that matters, you know. But we just have to wait and see, you know. Um, yeah. Big Tass says, like I said, RJ forced their hand. The Knicks had to make this trade. The Magic was treating RJ like Alfred <laughs> there was a time last game where um Cole Anthony, I think, was guarding RJ Barrett and he was daring him to go right. RJ Barrett actually converted, but look, it's known around the league that RJ loves to go left. And it's just like I asked Chris this question 20 minutes ago. Like, if you were to tell me the New York Knicks were to turn RJ a year from now, if a year ago, if you were to tell me the Knicks were to turn RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and Obi Toppin into, you know, Essentially, OG Ananobi, Precious Achua, and two second round picks. I would have looked at you like you're out of your mind. Let's aim for something bigger than that. But <laughs> it just happened to work out that, you know, the fit, it just wasn't fitting. And here we are on December 30th. OG Ananobi is a New York Nick. Chris, now let's, I mean, when healthy, who you got? Obviously, OG, two guards up in the air. Uh, DeJounte Murray's rumors are still floating out there mitchell robinson so do you like the fit between og and uh a randall right next to each other offensively i don't feel like yeah be i mean issue. i don't think i don't think that's gonna be an issue because you know in the same way that that people are saying you got to get a guard who defends to protect brunson right i think og will give yeah. you that for randall you know because it's no surprise that uh julius you know has his troubles on the defensive end right so I think that's also a little bit of insurance there, a little bit more of protection. Um, I look defensively, he's gonna fit. He fits like a glove, you know. Mm -hmm. That that the, the thing for me has always been the offensive side, and you know, after talking it out, I feel a little bit better. You know, I think I think it's gonna be good for us, but um, we gotta see, man. We gotta see, man. I'm still hung up on IQ though. <laughs> yeah, uh, Johnny Bryant just posted a. Uh... Uh, a tweet um will always be bigger than basketball thank you both for the trust and respect much love and respect and he has four pictures of quickly and rj barrett quickly with um spike lee yeah man it hurts quickly man i love that um i love that man. i'm not sad about the rj thing i'm just like i'm sad about how the knicks didn't they didn't want to make it work with quickly right is it is it is it fair to say that they didn't want to make it work? It, it feel it feels that way, you know, with the limited minutes, the uh, 
again, two night two two games ago when clearly IQ was on fire, could have easily won us that game. They bring in RJ Barrett, who was having a terrible game, you know? And um look, it's weird that they both got shipped out, you know, RJ and IQ. But um yeah, man, it just seems like I don't know. I feel like something must have happened. You know, maybe the the you know contract extension talks just got dicey between the both parties and things soured a little bit. I mean, I hope I hope that's not the case, but it just seemed like you know for whatever reason, you know, yeah. it, it seemed like a no brainer to to extend Emmanuel quickly. So how did he get to this where he's getting less minutes, being as productive? And, you know, everybody knows in the tip system, if you play defense, if you play hard, you know, you're going to get on the court and play. That wasn't the case for Emmanuel quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, he did everything that was asked of him. He became a better defender, way better defender, surpassed RJ offensively and defensively, got less minutes. We all thought when OB got traded, oh, man, IQ is going to get, you know, 25 minutes a game. Maybe closer to twenty eight. Mm-hmm. He was barely getting twenty minutes a game. It was it was it was strange. Yeah, and Evan says quick was Brunson in Dallas. He needs his own team. Look, when they brought in Divincenzo, this was we brought it up, man. This was going to be a problem. The uses for Emmanuel quickly. We were questioning whether it'll go up or down because you bring in another guard, and that's what happens. I think once they brought in a Divincenzo, that's when you can start to write the. Uh, the goodbye letters for Emmanuel quickly. And here we are today on December 30th. And Emmanuel quickly is a Toronto Raptor. Um, just read it to you. The Eastern Conference odds movement. The New York Knicks before the trade were plus 2,900 to win the Eastern Conference. And now they're plus 2,400 to win the Eastern Conference. So odds are going up. Kevin O'Connor says, I love this trade for the Knicks. OG is an upgrade from RJ Barrett. And Emmanuel quickly just wasn't part of their future next to Jalen Brunson. OG is one of the league's best defenders, a good shooter, just steady all around. Basically what the Knicks hoped R.J. Barrett could be next to Brunson. Then he says what has been brought up in the chat. Replacing IQ's bench scoring should be prioritized, preferably with a bigger player via trade. But the fact that the Knicks get OG and retain all of their future first makes it even more exciting for their potential to make more moves. So, yeah. How do you like Look, that? It doesn't have to be the superstar, right? We've spoke about that as well. It doesn't have to be the big superstar name. It could be, you know, really good, solid pieces. And I yeah. think DeJounte Murray is one of those, right? I think uh, who who else would you throw in there, really? I mean, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head at this moment, but there has to be something else down the pipeline, you know? Well, Chris, I think this officially takes us out the uh, – the, uh, Zion Williamson sweet tapes. So he, can't, <laughs> he can't um take off the fat suit and become a Nick. But I don't know. I would have to take some time to think about that, you know, because yeah, I would have to take some time to think about that. Jonathan Murray's name has been linked. Um Donovan Mitchell, but you know, or like uh maybe you call Detroit and you you still get um what's his name? Detroit's lost like twenty eight games in a row. So Bojan, Bojan, call Detroit, see what they want in him, make another move like that. So you essentially play replace quickly with and Barrett with Bojan and OG. I don't know, you know, it's quirky things where you it's can not, do. 
Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's options out there, right? We, we have that draft capital, so yeah, we got to use it eventually. K miles says the new, the NBA New York Knicks are going to make the NBA playoffs this year. Yes. Appreciate you. K miles. That's the goal. That's the plan. If you're just joining us, man, we've been talking about this OG and an OB trade for a little over an hour now. I appreciate every single one of you for, you know, tuning in for, you know, rolling with us. It is Saturday, December 30th. We were actually going to record a podcast tomorrow about the struggles from RJ Barrett, whether to bench <laughs> RJ Barrett. And we literally had to delete all of our notes once this came down for good reason. And look, the Knicks had to shake it up. They decided to shake it up. They get rid of RJ Barrett. They trade for an OG Ananobi, a fan favorite in uh an Emmanuel quickly they they get they get they sent to Toronto and um yeah I mean Monday after Monday on New Year's Day is when I think these guys will play and I think that's when we get the first look in OG Ananobi in a New York Knicks uniform and it's going to be against the Minnesota Timberwolves it's gonna be tough throw OG on uh Anthony Edwards there you go yeah. <laughs> right away we're gonna no, see let's, let's see how good og is defensively in a nick uniform right yeah but um yeah man the knicks they shook it up you know we were on here speculating what would they do a trade needed to happen og ananobi it would it be someone else jajante murray maybe they are not done but they had to shake it up and they're still over 500 and they're still you know have a good standing in the eastern conference just two back-to-back tough losses against the Thunder and the and the Magic, and maybe who's who knows? Maybe Emmanuel quickly and his agent were like, "We're done, get us out of here," you know, "I'm done." So, and they did R.J. Barrett a solid. They sent him back home to Toronto. So, wishing those guys nothing but the best, and um, I'm excited to see this new look Knicks, man. Really am. Yeah. Well, well said, man. You know, nothing but the best to RJ. Again, I'm I'm here. I'm rocking his his jersey. Um, and IQ, man. I'm nothing but the best. I I think they're both gonna do great out in Toronto. Um, look, I know things didn't work out with the with the Knicks for obvious reasons, but you know, I still think the future is bright for both of those players. Um, you know, nothing but the best for them. You know, once a Nick, always a Nick, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> once a nick always a nick but um chris anything else you wanted to touch on before you head up out of here it's been a great episode but um i'm just nick's made a deal they made a trade you know i feel like I, we can talk on here for another two hours if we wanted to but yeah, i'm sure man. we can bore everyone no man i'm not i'm, I'm still kind of in, in shock a little yeah, bit man. you know just yeah. still processing everything kind of getting excited what things are going to look like what the, what more can come down the line um you know, I'm gonna be stuck to my phone refreshing the news cycle, trying to see what else, what, what little tidbits we can get. But I'm all, I'm, I'm all talked out right now on this trade, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to see, I'm ready to see the new, new, uh, the new look Knicks yep. coming on Monday. On Monday, hopefully we can uh, get them suited. We actually have a game tonight, guys, against the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> we play the Pacers in a couple of hours, or depending when you're listening yeah. to this, we already played them. And Obi Toppin maybe dropped 40 on us. Who knows? Yeah, Obi, Obi probably dropped 40 and gave <laughs> us his thoughts on his, his his good friend IQ being moved. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So, yeah, big game tonight. And, look, just come out with a victory. And then we have a big game against the Timberwolves. And then 
we just go from there. We just have, I'm, I'm excited to see what this um trade, you know, comes about. Like it, all this speculation and they finally did something, Chris, which is, yeah. you know, the thing I just keep going back to. They finally pulled the trigger. They finally did something. And, you know, we'll see if it works out a year or two from now, guys, because, you know, a lot of people want to have their takes right now. But I think this is the stepping stone until something, until something more. And we just have to wait and see what that more is. Right. So I agree. January 20th versus the Toronto Raptors in Madison Square Garden. Tickets go as low for, I think that number shot up, but $104. So that's the return of RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly. So that's going to be a game that they have circled on their calendar. But um, yep. yeah, uh, I hit some of these comments before we got up out of here. Gotta get the handkerchief ready for that game, man. They're gonna play the montage and everything. Yeah. Evan says, God bless. I'm out. Nick family. Always appreciate you. Big Tass says, yo, yo, yo. Um, yeah, man. Always appreciate every single one of you. I need that next, I need that next trade to happen tonight, Spider or Murray. Yeah, we just gotta be patient. Be patient and uh it'll come. But um, yeah, that's a wrap. Episode 29 of the Knicks Nation podcast. This was fun. We will be back. Um, yeah, we'll be back soon, guys, because, you know, stuff is happening. We just got to – I can – like I said, I could talk about this for another hour or so. But, yeah, guys, always appreciate you. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time. Mm.